breaking breaking news. I'm just getting word from our uh, reporter in the field that Thomas has a stinky little wet winky, and he uses it to clean the grout of his bathroom floors because it's so tiny and wet. Uh, to you, Thomas, for your for your input. You know, I've been out in the field here for a few hours now, Jake, and uh, I haven't heard any of that. In fact, they're saying it it's so big that I have to use it to clean the main part of the tile. And it's dry, so I have to add cleaning solution to it. But I just apply it to the middle and, and bottom part of the shaft, and it doesn't even hit the, the tip, and it doesn't even sting the end of my winky because I have a lot of size to work with. And that's it also doesn't curve any particular way, so I can use it in a straight line. Okay, uh, I'm getting I'm getting word that this is uh, that that we're, what you're providing to us is, is false information. Um, I have Jake, you're cutting out. <laughs> uh, can you can you, so we we yeah we have an expert on. Uh, we're gonna bring him on uh, the the phone. Uh, he is a uh, uh, winky expert, and he has some feedback to provide for you. Yeah, I took a look at the data, uh, and it says that you. That it that you, that it's so uh, fucked up looking and tiny that you use it uh, to clean the uh, it like get in the drain like a snake. So it's curled up like a pig's tail, but it's about half an inch wide. Now it is really long, so that you got that there. But uh, it's got bristles too on it. That's what that's what we've what we've gathered. Well, uh, Mr. Expert, the previous evidence was saying I could use it to clean grout. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but a corkscrew would not work to clean grout, correct? Unless you had corkscrew grout, which I have not seen in my many years working construction. Forgive me if I'm wrong on that regard. Uh, we, we, we were receiving news that our previous information was incorrect, but the current one that we have is 100% verifiably true. Well, it's just funny to me that, you know, who's reporting that it's wet... Because how does it being wet help in a drain? It's just going to be slippery, correct? No. Then you can't a, use it as a snake. It's covered in like a viscous, sticky uh, fluid. And I feel that, uh, well, with a corkscrew design, any fluid would would spiral off pretty efficiently. No, because it's got bristles on it. Uh, it's got like a well, like I, steel wool kind of a right. texture. Which is known for... Drying out pretty well. It's got a lot of surface area to dry out on. Uh, I see what you're trying to do here, and uh, I am just, just want, I just want to let you know that it's fucked up looking, and there's nothing you can do about it. And Jake had to get a uh, one of those weed doctors to certify him <laughs> as having an Audi penis because no other doctor would do it. They all said he had an any penis. And, you know, most medical professionals would say that's an any penis. I don't care if it can pop out. If it doesn't. On its own. Right. Right. If it doesn't do it. Now, when he was born, there were over 15 doctors there in the same room. It was a very overstaffed hospital. Right. And they all helped circumcise him, and they they had to... (laughs) They all did it right there as soon as he popped out. They did it before they cut. They the all had to help cord. circumcise him because it was a big. Because they thought it was. It was a bolt cutter because it was so thick. <laughs> right. They thought that the umbilical cord had gotten caught 
in a, some sort of maybe deformed vagina that he had. And as it turns <laughs> out, it was a, it was a penis. They cut the tip off, and it. They don't know how they even reached the tip because they had to dig in there. <laughs> and this is by doctors who were involved in science. Nine out of ten doctors field. agree. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Um, that is true of my body. Uh, basically, they had to use like a like a sawzall, not because it was you know like hardy or whatever, but just you know they had to. They had to. They had to work with what they had. I. My mom gave birth at a Lowe's, <laughs> sort of like a, you know, like a Lowe's parking lot. And the midwives were all hired from the parking lot. Right. Their names were Berto, Uberto, Umberto, Roberto. Um, you know, Guatemalan guys, but you know, just kind of like you know, salt of the earth type guys. Right. Um, but I'm here now. I have a successful pod with my friend. Who cares if my PP looks sort of like uh like a like just sort of the end of a kolache, kind of like where the you know, where the sausage is kind of hanging out of the, you know. A good penis that's useful to a woman when <laughs> soft will resemble some type of fragile succulent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like kind of like the ones you'd keep on a desk. It's not you know. You can't put it out on the porch; it'll die within yeah. minutes somehow. Right. If right. you give it water, it dies. But if you don't give it water, if you just it leave it alone dies. and don't touch it at all, you might get right. like ten years of use out. Well, I get years worth of use out of it. It's the kind of succulent they sell at Albertsons. Succulent always sounded like like a naughty word to me. Um, just like you shouldn't say it. I use it to describe everything. Like, man, those pancakes were succulent, <laughs> dude. If I ever cooked food at your place and you you, you just put your hand on my shoulder and you're like. Hey, man, those wings are really succulent. <laughs> I still remember that Rick Ross comment on the Wale's Instagram post. He, Wale posted, like, a picture of, like, a roasted turkey or something. Is it scrumptious? Oh, he said, damn, that bitch look astounding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That fat motherfucker. I have a serious question for you. If you had, like... What do you think would you lean in? Like, if you had the type of of dinger that, like, it's basically useless. Like, you can't even, like, take pictures of it for, like, the internet or whatever to, like, you know. Uh, like, as you described it, like an any. Like, would you lean into it and would you just sort of, like, go to the doctor and be like, yeah, just because you still have, like, nuts or whatever, you know. Like, would you just be like, yeah, I just get rid of this thing. I would just start wearing like a like a sun hat or something. I'll just you know kind of fucking roll with it. I I, I mean, what what can you? I think you just I would just try and live my life as normally as I could in other respects. Try not to kill anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I think I would, I would try have to a like, much worse temper. Yeah, yeah. I would try to bottle in. I, all I, the I respect. Ra- I mean, there are. I mean, there are a lot of guys in that position. You know. I remember when I was like. This was in the Rotten.com era, probably like 10 or 11. And my, my, my grandma had a a desktop computer, you know. And my, as I told you, my dad was, like, showing me, like, like, like Rotten.com and, like, fucking, like, you know, like, like Jihadi John video. He's like, isn't this funny? I'm like, yeah, whatever. He showed me the, this video of an Indian guy who had elephantitis. I had no, I mean, I'm not a, you know. And uh, he was like, Haha, this guy, he's got this fucking disease, this like fucking weird, you know, over there type disease. 
<laughs> his words, not mine. Where his nuts are so big, he has to sit on them like a fucking beach ball. And I remember being like, that, uh, is, does it hurt him? And my dad was like, I fucking would imagine, yeah, it's not good or whatever. But it's pretty funny, right? And I was like, I guess it is funny <laughs> now that you think about it. Like, I guess, you know, if you if you have some sort of gigantism of your testicular d- zone, like, it probably fucks your life up in irreparable ways, you know, and you're probably sort of an unhappy person. But as kind of a spectator sport event, I would imagine it's kind of, you know, a joyous experience when you show up anywhere in the village or whatever. Having a big dick is stupid, but having huge balls is just funny. Yeah, you that's – you're 100 – Nothing having, threatening about it, just like having a cow's balls for yeah, no reason. Yeah, having like – yeah, two cantaloupes <laughs> like just sort of – in a purse, like between your yeah. legs, that's like when that... people can see your dick through your pants, that's not good. <laughs> they don't want to see that. What I do want to see is some big old happy balls, <laughs> just a big set of dang. Yeah, like it's it's funny to have a normal penis, but like, yeah, like just two big honeydews just hanging out. Because that, like, I like. Okay, I've often wondered. I would imagine if you're a bodybuilder, like your penis probably has to look really fucked up. Like, comparable to the rest of you. you right. Know? Regardless yeah. of steroids. Right. Regardless of steroids, because you're just, like, a like a big dude or whatever. But if you just had, like, a huge set of nuts, like, poking out of each side of the bikini bottom, I feel like you could win, like, you know, men's classic or whatever. Yeah, there was this one bodybuilder. This, this is going to sound weird. There was this bodybuilder I was looking at on Instagram who, like, I wasn't looking for it, all right? But he wore, okay, like, brother. the fucking bodybuilder shit. Dude, he had a fucking huge dick. <laughs> like, that he did not try to hide at all. So yeah. he'd be, like, he would be performing feats of strength that were objectively impressive. Right, right, right. right. But I couldn't, I, I didn't want to watch him because he had a fucking snake in his pants. That, like, right. you could see the head. and Like, you could see where he was circumcised and stuff. I'm like, dude, you're at the gym. Just wear basketball shorts. For God's yeah. sake, do you need to see your inner thigh that bad while you're doing overhead press? <laughs> yeah. There was uh, that guy I was telling you about that was, like, telling highly inappropriate stories at the memorial, like, beyond what we were all willing to sort of reminisce about my dad or whatever. He brought up this kid that went to junior high with, him, with him, like, my dad and this guy who uh, was mentally disabled, but he had, like, like at 13 or 14 had like a 10 plus inch pecker white like coke can or whatever and he'd be like yeah you know we'd make him pull it out and shit at the strawberry festival or whatever and you know everybody got mad at us but i mean what else are you gonna do or whatever and i was like that, that's pretty funny one of the f- sort of more interesting takes my dad has he's like god damn man you know there is a god he's got a wild sense of humor and i was like what are you talking about and he's like well you know what do you want what do you what does a man want in his life money you know, you know, recognition, you know, pride or whatever. Also, a man wants a huge ass penis. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. He's like, this motherfucker who can't count to ten. I grew up with him. The mo- he he don't know what red is or blue is, or whatever. Don't know what a triangle is. He's walking around eighth grade with a twelve inch cock. <laughs> can't use it. <laughs> And I'm, like, and I'm like, well, were you trying to use it in eighth grade? He's like, no, I mean, not necessarily. But, you know, he's going to grow up. I grew up, you know, and I was probably like 15 when he was telling me a story. He's like, you know, I mean, a guy like me, you know, I, you know, I'm fucking just normal guy. You know, grew up, grew up, you know, 
fucking south part of Houston or whatever, trying to get my dick wet, you know, doing drugs, drinking. Um, and this guy's just trying to fucking fit a square peg into a round hole. But fucking dick size of a Pringles can. How's that fair? And I'm just like, yeah. I don't under. Sure. <laughs> Amen. So to hear this <laughs> this guy who I hadn't seen and this guy who I hadn't seen since I was a, like a kid confirm that story by being like, yeah, there was this uh, retarded boy that we, uh, you know, they didn't have the school was small, so they didn't have us separated by you know who could read and who couldn't. You know, he just was in the gym like the rest of us, and so we all go to the showers, and you know, this kid would be you know wailing and pulling on his hair and shit, but. Uh, he had penis the size of a, you know, fucking summer sausage. <laughs> like, like, what's what's wrong? What is wrong with you two fundamentally that you're like, you, you're, your brain doesn't immediately go empathy. It goes, man, I wish I was in that guy's shoes. Kind of like the dude that had the truck that you thought was like a, like on the sex offender registry. You're like, I want that guy's life. Oh, I know. Yeah. That- <laughs> it's funny. I, I spent like six months being like, yeah, he's on the registry for sure. And then I like looked again and the guy was like four blocks down from him. And that was just a regular guy. I like, cause I had to walk to b- by that guy's house to go to the corner store. And I'd be like, yeah, he's, that's where the pedophile lives. That's uh he molests children. And then I check again. I'm like, oh, he just, this is a retired old man. Yeah, he's trying to live an his life in peace. <laughs> yeah, bought it. Fi- probably finally bought the truck he always wanted yeah. when he was a kid or whatever. Fucking wa- yeah, it's funny to be in like a normal, stable sort of stable-ish position in your life, and then to covet a shitty, covet the life of a shitty man. He just has an object that you want, but you can't yeah, he in this has moment like, afford. Like the same house. Yeah, the same house, probably, you know, like, much older, much sadder. Life was way more unkind to him. But you're like, man, he's got an SVT. If I could take that away from him <laughs> and the give one- him nothing in return. <laughs> the one thing that he's probably like, you know, wife left, kids are gone, everybody thinks I'm a pedophile because I live next door to one. But I got the SVT. You know, I got I got the wide body with the kit and the lift. And then he just comes out one day and you're in the driver's seat, window smashed out, and you're just like, <laughs> That's what you get, pedophile. And I got like pie. that guy's a few blocks down. <laughs> he's it's at like the end of the hours. street. It would be so funny for you to steal that guy's car and just park it in front. Of he's yeah. like eight houses. He just down. walks over to it and drives it back. <laughs> yeah, y'all do that every day for like three yeah. months until one of you pulls a gun on the other. Yeah. Fuck. You know what? Shouts out to that guy. We straight up called him a pedophile for like how long on the show? I think long it was time. like fifteen. I don't know if I ever cleared that up. 15 episodes worth of being like you live next door to a pedophile that has a really nice truck and yeah. if any psycho and I've wanted, like talked about like what neighborhood I live in yeah <laughs> like the area of Fort Worth that you're in yeah it that's just, so, you know <laughs> yeah I don't people could do the math on that one if they wanted to but yeah hey, that's uh, okay you know at the end of the day it's a it's a dog eat dog world it's a know? doggy dog <laughs> world man <laughs> What, it's dog. my fault I falsely accused my neighbor of being a pedophile <laughs> just because I was too lazy. Because he, he has a nicer truck name. than me, and I just assumed he was because I didn't. Yeah, once I saw he had a thing I wanted, I just yeah. attributed that label to him because he's a piece of shit. I don't even shit. want the truck anymore. There's probably bodies in there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> tra- uses it to transport children. But, um, yeah. Uh, Knock on his door. I think he fucking just like buys and sells used cars. He only had that truck sense. for like two weeks. Knocking his door, and you're like, hey, man, I know what you're doing back in there. 
I know what the fuck you're killing kids and you're stealing their cars. Yeah. You're killing kids, you're going to their dad's place, you know, and you're taking their dad's truck, and you're fucking burying them out in the woods. So, I was like, I'm a used car salesman, man, and I, I you know, I just re, I build these up and I sell them. Listen to me, man, I got you dead to rights. You fuck kids and you put them in the bed of this SVT, bar none. I Googled it. It's on Google. Yeah, it's on Google, and I've talked about it on my podcast, so I hope I, you're ready. Fat, fat, tens of thousands of people <laughs> understand that you... You know, suck on children. So unless you give this SVT over, I'm going to expose you, which I have with no proof, by the way. <laughs> you know, a lot of people say the proof is in the pudding. You ever heard that saying, Jake? Uh, yeah. Once or I could go for some banana pudding right now. I'll be you honest. know what, man? I fucking hate banana pudding, dude. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. You suck. I don't like sweets, bro. I like um, disgusting. I like uh, like like if I I don't even like ice cream. I really don't like. I, I don't. Fucking, God, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't like ice cream. I don't like cake. Um, I like coffee cake. It's all right. Uh, but I really, I'm not a sweets guy. I like dark chocolate, like bitter dark. Yeah, chocolate. I don't really like heaven. I'm more of a hell guy. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I, like, I like eating arugula and stones. I don't like getting my dick sucked. I like putting it in a pencil sharpener. You yeah. know. <laughs> well, you know, I don't. Yeah, like, I don't like birthday parties, but I do like like death. Like, yeah, like death executions. Like, like cutting my toes off. Yeah, yeah. Getting I ran like over. getting hurt at work and stuff. And getting hit by a skid steer, you know. Um, Dude, I feel like uh, I would love to have one, even if I live in an a apartment. A skid steer? Yeah, I would just oh, like hell to have yeah, one. Dude. They're fun to drive. They were, yeah. I and if, you, if, you're on a, if you're the only guy, the, the key is, I've found, if you're not the new guy and you get in the skid steer, as long as you're basically doing the task assigned to you and you're not fucking anything up, you can kind of just play around with it. Just drive it back and forth and just kind of do your thing. The last job I worked before I went work from home or before I went back to school, um, there was a uh, we had one on the site. It was a really big job site, but. We didn't need really that many skid steers. The only reason that we would ever need one is to literally just kind of like even out uh, mud and gravel uh, to lay like rock paths into a new part of the unit they were building. In fact, that was that guy's only job because there was a there was just a big plot of land with like a lot of unbuilt shit and we would get bulldozers out there to move big shit Uh, that happened before I got joined on. But anyway, this guy's only job was to sort of level out the gravel. And to lay the gravel down or whatever. He was one of those kids, though. And I can't really give the guy too much shit because I was so... I wasn't super incompetent, but I was pretty incompetent. I think the only reason I got this job... Dude, I make fun of kids with construction dads and their dads get them jobs. But I'm pretty sure the only reason I got this job at the Plastics Plant was because of my dad. Now, I wasn't a foreman or nothing. I just... I was a hand, you know, but like... Yeah. But like, anyway... um, he would just drive the motherfucker. He's not even drunk. I don't know if he was drunk, <clears throat> actually. He would just back it into a ditch all the time, and I would have to call one of the, uh, one of like the fork, like the, the warehouse forklift guys or the, 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 the yard forklift guys to literally like tie a fucking rope to the frame of it and pull him out. Yeah. The only reason I got called for that because I just was like the mechanics apprentice, so I was just kind of like. If somebody does something retarded that's too stupid for the main mechanic to handle, I would do that shit a lot or whatever. So I'd go up there and I'd be like, uh, you know, 
the skid steer, it would there was like these retention ditches that would leave and lead into this like a big pond of water that we had I guess that we pulled from I don't know what it was for actually I'm assuming it was like pulled there to like cool stuff off I have no fucking idea he would just be in a ditch that led to that like maybe once or twice a month you know roll over there in my the work truck or the golf cart that we use and be like hey Clayton he's like what's going on I'm like you back that uh do you you backed it up into the ditch again? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just pull, pull me out real quick before my dad gets here. <laughs> His dad was like a crane supervisor or something. And yeah. I remember being like, uh, this is a fireable offense. Because <laughs> he would just, he just would literally like be clearing a pathway and just drive it into a ditch. He'd be like, yeah, you know what? I mean, this cocksucker don't work. Of everything on that site that was old, that was like a two-year-old skid steer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's like, you know, this motherfucker, dude, I mean, you get behind it, and it's just unwieldy. And I'm like, dude, it goes like two miles. <laughs> it goes like, you've, driv- you've driven one before. Yeah. It goes like two miles an hour, maybe four tops, and there's like levers where it's like you. It's complicated to back up. Like it. I, okay. If you go just straight back. You would yeah, have to go straight back and not, like, be turning your body out the front half of it. Right. You know. And uh, he would literally be like, hey, man, just just call one of the forklift drivers over here for my dad sees. And I'm like, your dad works on the other side of the plant, but, like, people are going to see me for the third time in the last three months getting on my walkie, getting a forklift <laughs> to come from over the inside of the unit, tying a rope to the fork, and pulling this out. By the way, everyone knows you do this with somewhat regularity. And he's like, well, you know, like I was like, people know that you crash this thing a lot. And they're like, he was like, what? You know what? You snitching? What are yeah. You <laughs> it's like, I don't, you know, it don't, it don't happen that much. I ain't never done this before. And I'm like, dude, this is the third time I've dug you out of a hole or had someone dig you out. Anyway, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that like the kind of incompetence you're allowed to have when like someone you're directly related to is someone like my dad definitely helped me get that job but it was like my dad wasn't really like a he wasn't he like worked in the warehouse he was not like someone we were both just kind of like he was a veteran or whatever you know but to be like man i'm gonna get in trouble you know i'm gonna get grounded (laughs) my dad's gonna ground me for crashing this three thousand dollar skid steer you know i ain't even gonna be able to go out with the truck no more and 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 fuck women that wear big belt buckles I'm not going to be able to take his boat out this weekend if you don't help me out, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> same kid, by the way, that, like, like uh, it was the same same guy. Uh, well, one of the guys. I, I told you when I was there that they would get on to you for dipping. Well, they let you. It was like an unspoken rule. It was like, it's fine. But, like, I did the pouches or whatever. And this is, it was just one of, one of the guys, this kid, that was like, be like, uh, oh, you, you know. You got pussy pouches, you know, you ain't dipping fucking, you know. It's like, oh, man, I didn't even know they fucking sell them to adults. I thought them for kids or whatever, just talking shit because it was the camel snus or whatever. Yeah. And then one day he was like, hey, man, I'm fucking uh, jonesing. You know, I I couldn't stop by the gas station to to get me a, to get me a can of skull. Like, can I, can I get one of them fucking, like, snus things from you? And I was like, oh, it's for pussies only, man. Sorry. <laughs> like, they're, these, are, these are for fat gay guys only. And he was like, ah, I'm <laughs> it's like, oh, no, oh, I can't do no, that. No, no, no. Yeah. Come on. Now, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Dude, I kind of like, I don't want to say that I miss it because I don't. Because laying on my ass all day on the couch is sick. It's sick. 
but it's like I don't you know it's it's a type of like it's it's, it's some, a different life it's it like, is uh, it, it it really is like people my friends that still do it like my buddy just got laid off and he was like I'm going back to the union hall and I was like what happened and he was like oh I got laid off or whatever and he's like but the cool thing about being in the union is you know you just fucking just hang out at the union hall all day and you know something will come up or whatever but like there's a part of it that's like just being busy like having to have something to do for like 15 hours a day it you know this sounds like psychopath shit but i'm like that sounds nice kind of yeah i you mean, know it it it's like be i don't i don't know it's like being uh, at war or something <laughs> okay it's like i don't know whenever you're like especially whenever i was living by myself yeah and yeah. working like 12 13 hour shifts i would literally get off and just like fall asleep smoking cigarettes on my yeah. porch and then yeah. like wake up mm-hmm. as the sun was going down and i just smell awful yeah and i'm like all right i guess i gotta go shower and i just shower and go to sleep <laughs> And I would be like, well, I made $100 today, so that's good. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's honor in that. Just work the hardest you've ever worked in your life. Like, back-breaking, sweating, like you think you're going to die. And then, like, your check comes or, like, your daily, like, cash allowance comes. And you're like, $95, man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That'll do it. Also, I've never heard, like, I, <clears throat> I'm very familiar with, like, southern turns of phrase. Like, uh, you know, uh, hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock, you know, devil's whipping his wife, you know, like when it's humid outside, it's raining, but the sun's out, whatever <clears throat> you hear these, you hear these Southern turns of phrase, <clears throat> but the South is a big place, you know? And so some of them I wasn't familiar with to the point where I thought that they would be like making it up on the spot. Like, you know, I'd be out there in my coveralls and shit and it, we'd be, out, I'd be out there like directing fucking, you know, like telling the forklifts where to go or I'd be working on a forklift or something or, you know, painting houses, whatever the fuck it is that I would do. And there'd inevitably be, because me, I'm just, I'm simple. I'm like, man, it's hot as fuck out here. People are like, yeah, boy, you know, it, yeah, it'll be all right. Wait till about seven, eight, sun goes down. But the guys, typically the older veterans that are like, man, the devil's got his pecker out and he's beating up on it. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, what? what? And he's like, man, that motherfucker thing's redder than hell, dude. And then he's at friction, just heating it up. You know, it's so hot out here, dude, you'd think devil's sucking his own dick. And you're like, dude, I've never heard that, like, in my life. And it's like, you ain't got, oh, come on, man. You, yeah, come, come on, man. It's so hot out here, dude, you'd think fucking somebody's trying to fuck his wife with a sandpaper condom on. And you're like, uh, <laughs> excuse me? Like, I would hear, and you would, sometimes you'd hear the same one twice, but in my experience, it was like, you have guys from, like, it was a pretty big job site, so, like, Arkansas, Mississippi, guys that would live out of RVs and take the per diem or whatever. They come from all yeah. over. So you'd get exposed to so many, like, different ways to say it's hot or, like, it's cold. You know, like, I'm at, you know, it's colder than Eskimo pussy. And I'm like, do we got a fucking... <laughs> Man, it's colder than two icicles that are standing really far apart so they're not even <laughs> heating each other up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the start, kind of, you start making them up, and the old guys are like, "That's not one of them." Yeah, yeah. Not, I've heard all. I know all of them. It's like, yeah, I've literally like, you been heard s- that one. That's 
Back home, we say that all the time. I thought that was kind of a workman's thing. You haven't heard that one. He must be some kind of bitch. He doesn't know anything about working hard, you know, being a real man. No, like, no nothing about, like, you know, about throwing your kids down the stairs or nothing. You don't, go, you don't know nothing about that shit. Man, it's so hot. You'd think there was five hedgehogs standing on top of each other, and they all had a heating pads between them. <laughs> Fuck, man, in hindsight, in hindsight, I should have done that. Like, just to some old-timer, it's like, man, it's like fucking... Three rat, three rats fucking in a wool coat out of here, man. It's hotter than hell. I'm like, yeah, uh, it's so hot that if the devil, um, f- fuck me a whole bunch and, that it started a campfire, man, it wouldn't even be hotter than that. Yep, it, it's probably hotter <laughs> than FDR's inner thigh when he got a boner because he had a blanket on too. Yeah, and he had polio, so his legs were calloused. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about. It. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. We're, Where'd you Man, hear that one? What, the weather's so nice, you'd think there was an angel causing it. <laughs> <laughs> the weather's so good, you'd think it was it was uh, it was March. <laughs> <laughs> you know, early spring for Texas heat. You know, kind of starts taking over. You know, you th- it's so hot, you'd think it was you know like February twenty eighth or something. You know, twenty. Yeah, rather than July. Rather than old baby. <laughs> You man, this 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 food's so good. You think a a really good chef made it? <laughs> yeah, chef's kitchen. He's wearing. A, man, it's so good. You think ratatouille made it? <laughs> man, this food's good. You think or like a fat, like sexy black old lady would have cooked it? You know, like a like, like the a, one who owned Tom and Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she only owned Tom. I guess I think Jerry was yeah, kind of an intruder. Yeah, it's like, wait, what'd you say? Yeah, you think like a sexy like like eighty year old fat black lady would have made this this food? I don't understand. You, you you think that's man? It's this food's so good. You think fucking like you know the fattest, stinkiest, like oldest you know like southern grandma would have just cooked it up you know like in the oven or something i was like we're eating pizza rolls man that's what they <laughs> you think you know this is this food's so hot you think it it was hotter than cold <laughs> man this it's so hot out here my feet are so hot and sweaty i think i got an extra toe <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, me and my old lady, man, we, last night, you know, it was our anniversary, and I, and I fucked her so good, man, that, like, we both just kind of went to bed after. <laughs> We're both just like, man, I fucking, you know, I had sex with her, dude, and and we had sex, you know, and it was just like, <laughs> like she had her boobies out, you know. And, was, <laughs> and after we had sex, dude, we watched uh, 90 Day Fiance until we both kind of fell asleep. Like, that's how good it was, man. Hold on, man. What? Yeah, man. You know, my my old lady. You know, like, so like it was her birthday, man, and we went out to dinner, and then you know, she sucked my dick so good, I had to take a nap after, man, and I just kind of had to like, you know, she just she was like, fine, I guess I'll do it, you know, you know how they get, you know, they just get after it. She's like, I guess, and you know, she sucked my dick so good, I went and watched the UFC fight in the living room after, you know. Yeah, I remember our wedding night. Ooh, that was something. She she looked breathtaking in that dress. And I just remember crying my eyes out to seeing her, like the girl I'd always dreamed of, you know. And yeah, I took her back back to the you know back to the hotel or whatever, and 
We didn't even kiss. We just looked at each other and cried for like six hours. And then I had to take some of my anxiety medicine. And then she kind of helped me go to sleep. I slept on the bed. She slept on the couch because I pee a lot when I sleep. Man, you know, after our wet, after our honeymoon, man, you know, we were in Vegas. And we went back to the hotel after winning some like casino. And, dude, she pulled my pants down. She tried to suck my dick, and I just threw up, man. You know, I, I just I get so scared when people even want to touch me because, you know, I have, like, problems in my life that I never really dealt with. And, uh, you know, uh, man, dude, I could tell you, man, she looked great. She had a little halter top on, you know. She was looking so good that that I had to go back to the hotel uh, and and kind of weep. Not really in amazement at her, but because I don't like to be uh, exposed. You know, I don't like to view people's exposed forms on account of you know how I was raised and things like that. Um, man, she she tried to suck my dick, dude, and I jumped out the thirty second story window of the MGM Grand. You know, <laughs> it, man, it just you know pussy so good make you want to fucking email your boss. Man, I the other night I don't mean to brag or nothing because I know you boys get it in too, but I was with my old lady and. I was laying it down so good that I was surprised my rectum didn't prolapse <laughs> come out of my, of my anus because of the force I was expelling through yeah. my penis, through my front. Um, I was surprised my pelvic floor muscles didn't give out. I'm surprised my rectum, my asshole didn't shoot out of my ass because of how good I was laying penis. I was surprised that it didn't look like I had a tail. You know, I would have been coming to work bouncing on my prolapsed rectum like Tigger. <laughs> but instead, I just had sex normal style and went to sleep. <laughs> you would have thought my wife was Winnie the Pooh and I was Tigger, but I was just bouncing on my prolapsed anus, my rectum, actually. I figured the it anus, was. as you know, is the, the opening itself, but the rectum zone, is the yeah. sort of the tube that runs to it. Correct. And I'm surprised I didn't blow clean out of my asshole while I, because I was kissing her so good. It's just like a, yeah, like a, like a, like a, it's like, damn, man, you know what? Even at 48, brother, you know, my wife, you know, she was a fucking tight little thing, baby. I mean, we've been together. She's a cheerleader, and I was, I was fucking running back, man, you know. And even on, even on, even our 20th anniversary, man, she still knows how to lay it. And then, like, a guy who's never had sex, or like, maybe had it once. He's like, "Yeah, man, my girlfriend, dude. I took her, I took her shirt off, dude, and, and like her boobies were like out, bro. Like, they were like on, like, and then like when you like when you touch them, it they kind of like, uh, it's like when you touch like, uh, like when you're trying to like stir some soup with your wrist, and then but your hand goes in the soup and it kind of like jiggles the the little like coagulated, you know." It, you know, and then um, I took her underwear off, dude, and she didn't even have, like, a penis or nothing, bro. Yeah, I was squeezing her boobies with such significant force. <laughs> I can grow boobies like a boner. I can make a girl's boobies get long and hard like a boner, and I'll suck them like a dick. And it's not, if y'all can't do that, you ain't really turning your girl on. Yeah, and yeah. When I, I'll lactate when I have a prostate orgasm. I can have one on command. You know? Hold on, man. What'd you say? What'd you say? What kind of kind of orgasm are you talking about with the? Yeah, prostate orgasm. I just, I basically like, I'll just like dig my fingernail like into my taint, and I'll have like a I'll, my. I grew up next to a chemical plant, <laughs> and 
my nipples are, will just start expelling. Um, it, it can't get a woman pregnant, but it can get her boobs pregnant to where they get huge. <laughs> anyway, man, you know, uh, like me and my wife are Christian, right? So we never, you know. Well, I never have sex with nobody, and she said that she hadn't, but, uh, you know, wed night comes, and she tries to stick a big plastic uh, penis in my mouth. She was like, well, this is what guys like, or whatever, and I was like, oh, I thought you were a virgin. She was like, no, I lied, you know. I got this whole secret of life, and so now, you know, that's why I come to work wearing a big blonde wig, and, you know, (laughs) uh, just sort of, it's just something we got going on, you know. It's just... uh, I wonder, actually, I kind of wonder how often that happens. Not that exact situation, but, like, I, um, like in when I was in youth group, it was, like, all the guys were, like, hopelessly, like, horny. And I don't mean, like, like youth. Like, we were, like, in our, like, we were in, like, high school, junior high. Well, junior high going into high school. Um. And then, like, when I left the church but still went time to time for, like, family stuff, it was, like, you were in these groups that were, like, if you jack off, you're going to die. And then, I guess, like, a couple girls I knew that were in, like, uh, you know, wait for marriage type groups, whatever. But I would see, like, the, you know, like, the same kids, like, at parties or whatever that I, like, went to, like, sell weed to that were, like, you know, oh, yeah, like, you know, like people fuck or whatever. So I, I wonder how many times, you know, like, people get married and it's like uh, the guy is like this like dopey christian guy that was like you know you know married the southern bell and is like i'm pure or whatever and she's like yeah me too and then like wedding night comes and she's like you gotta stick a blindfold in my throat <laughs> like you know like i don't i probably not a lot maybe a little bit but i would like to think that uh that that type of stuff goes on it would make me laugh i guess in my soul i hope that never happens ever <laughs> it would make me cry if I heard about it. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> what do you think of that, you stupid piece of shit? How do you like them apples? Um, yeah, me, psh, me, I, I have so much sex, I have to wear my hard hat at home. Because cause when we, I get freakalicious nasty, um, I, I'll let my girl put one of her boobs in my butt and we connect like the aliens from Avatar. <laughs> And the top of my head starts glowing blue, so I I'd never take my hard hat off even when I'm on break, because I have a, a glowing blue circle from boob penetration. Ain't nothing like a brother. If that's gay, you. I'm gay. <laughs> I remember like when I was like this is before like I I kind of like you know you grow up with like MySpace and Facebook and shit because uh, I'm 55 years old. Um, like I remember church, like if somebody got divorced, you kind of could always guess it. Cause like, you know, she wouldn't be around like for any potlucks or whatever. And she wouldn't be around Sundays or Wednesdays. And, uh, but like the dad would be there and like the kids would be there or whatever. Um, but then like, I remember in like eighth or ninth grade when, um, like MySpace and Facebook took off, you know, you'd, um, like you'd go to some, like, I'd go to like some, like, um, you know, like trunk or treat. They would do that a lot at the church uh, where you, the kids would bring candy and stuff and everybody would have their like friendly, Christian friendly costumes or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, my mom, you know, he's like, oh, you know, uh, I was just talking to so-and-so the other day and, you know, the husband would be like, oh, well, you know, she's a, uh, me and her, we're kind of just, we're kind of just taking it 
taking it easy. You know, she's been going through a lot. You know, I just overhear conversations. Just simple Christian, you know, like, oh, you know, we're praying for her, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, she couldn't make it today. And uh, that would be, like, after, like, four or five weeks of, like, her not being at service or whatever. Yeah. And I would, like, go on MySpace, and I would just be, like, curious, and I would be, like, searching, like, the kids' names, and then I would find the parents or Facebook. And I would see that the mom is, like, on a boat in Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> just with like a dude that's like 10 years younger, way more money or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, this is it's like, well, we're praying for, her. you know, she's she's having some uh, some problems, you know, and we're praying for them as a, a, and God will see them through this. And she's just getting dicked down by like, you know, <laughs> like the umpire of the little league yeah. that we all like played out or whatever. That'll happen sometimes. Well, you know what? It would never happen to me. It would never happen to either of us. Yeah, because yeah, we're Sigma. And if it did, we'd kill ourselves. <laughs> not strong enough to like just no, those no, guys are way no, mentally. I'm not putting up with that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm no. out of the game, dude. Those I'm, guys are way mentally and emotionally stronger than me and you. It's like, yeah, you know, I keep I keep my kids in church. I keep them in sports. It's if like, you no. have kids, is one thing, but I think you're. I don't know. It, dude, <laughs> it, no, no. It like if I was ever like married, if you're a church, if you're, I mean, if you're like a deacon and that happens to you, you know. They were, yeah, typically those were, like, the deacon's wives. Yeah. Well, it's you like, know. Why do you put up with that? Just she's on herself. a retreat. It's like, yeah, she's on a fucking retreat, man. <laughs> she's getting fucked. There was a, like, a, they were, like, the, um, so he was a brother. Like, I don't know if they did the same thing at your church, but it was, like, uh, they would have pastors, associate pastors, and then, like, a couple guys that would get up and do sermons, like, once every few months. They were called, like, brother whatever, you know. And brother Gary will be with us. Today. Yeah, he literally. Like, and Brother Gary would be like a fat, rosy-cheeked, like, you know, just God-fearing fucking, you know, Cummins-driving motherfucker. And him and his wife were like the church couple. They were at every event. Their kids were like super involved in youth. And then she just like stopped coming around or whatever. And I feel like it's always the guy that like, it's always the church couple that you're like, well, if I was going to be religious, I would want to be like these, you know. And then, of course, she, like, you know, she was just getting her shit pounded out by, like, <laughs> their, like, pool boy or whatever. I'm like, man, you know. Again, it goes both ways. Like, um, somebody, like, one of the deacons would stop coming around, and it's like you'd find out there was a divorce, and there was just, like, <gasps> you know, within the community or whatever. And Yeah, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the elders from the church I grew up in, which was very traditional, like, left his wife and kids for, like a like, a... 20-year-old girl, like, across the country. That's awesome. When he was, like, probably 45. That's so sick. Do you know what IFB churches are? You ever heard of them? What does it stand for? Independent Fundamental Baptists. They're, like, old-time religion. They're, like, they only read King James Bible. They're the guys that, like, if you ever see a clip where it's, like, and homosexuals, you got to line them up and shoot them, and all the crowd is going nuts. It's, like... Yeah, I think we have some of those in Fort Worth. There, You have a big one in Fort Worth. In fact... Me and you need to go to one. I really it's do. Not, Kenneth Copeland isn't one, is he? No, it's called Step. I've Googled it. It's called Steadfast Baptist Church. Um, it's in Fort Worth. I know the fucking preacher's name. I want to go and just. There was one in Fort Worth, and the whole church got shut down basically over this guy's statements. I it was Steadfast. It was so his oh, name. Was. The, the, yeah, so the guy was named Donnie Romero. He was basically like, yeah, gay guys and adulterers. You have to kill gay men. 
and it found, and then it came out that he was gambling and smoking weed and like doing coke and fucking hookers. So they replaced him with the current preacher, but it's the same church. They had to move locations because of the drama. Uh, dude, it's like super close to you. It's in. Uh, they were in Watauga, W A U. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. That Anyways, close by. yeah. So um, this guy. Uh, Fuck that church. Uh, if you want to Google that church, you can Google it. Uh, those guys are pieces of shit. Fuck them. Uh, they can get fucked. Um, this guy, Greg Locke, uh, he's an IFB preacher. Um, I forget where he's out of, but uh, like all of his sermons are like, we got a witch in the house, and we're going to exercise this witch, and, 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 we, and we've got gay men here with hair past their ears, and they're sucking dick on the side, and they're, taking, they're biting pillows and all this shit. His wife, like, gets sick or some shit, um, and instead of, like, being with his sick wife, he just starts fucking his administrative assistant <laughs> that, like, processes all the tithe jars or whatever and then just straight yeah. leaves his wife. The guy still has, like, a big name in the community. as like, one of the more, like, one of the more, like, um, bigger name, uh, you know, uh, IFB preachers or whatever the fuck. But, yeah, there's one, there's one right by you. I'm not kidding. I kind of want to go... You could walk me in on a dog's leash. I would, I would subject myself to that. I, I, I kind of want to go dress like, uh, like leather daddies and just see how long it takes for one of us to get like in a fist fight or get shot. Or the, those guys, they do not fuck around. They're like, they're, they're, it's, it's, not, it's, it's misspelled. It's S-T-E-D fast, steadfast. And uh, they got in a bit of hot water recently because one of their brother pastors was like, for thousands of years, it was legal to kill gay men, and you're telling me it's not now? Hmm. <laughs> like that was the whole sermon or whatever, and it's he was like, "A fun time." Uh, and so, uh, so I don't, I don't want to go there in support of this shit. But yeah, we go there and we're like, "We're gonna bring this place down." And we both just start just crying convert in the to of like, the yeah, no, oh no, it's so fits. We just no, completely I, pussy out. When I found out they were like maybe 10 minutes from where you live i was like dude this is this is something waiting to happen i bet i've driven past this place at some point yeah you know where watauga is or like where whereabouts yeah watauga isn't like super close well they though so that was their old location that you were talking about the one that they're in now is like somewhere between fort worth and arlington it's like in a strip mall or whatever oh perfect yeah that's the only places they can rent from or is like where dentists used to work or whatever Steadfast Baptist Church. You can see how close it is to you. I think it's pretty fucking close. Oh, uh, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Me and you, some body paint, some booty shorts. I can attach the GoPro to my head. We can, <laughs> Dude, we can get a video episode for... The, th- the funny thing would be is if they, you know, like, if it got serious or whatever, and, and you're like, joke's on you guys, I live in Austin. I'm like, yeah, we live in Austin. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, I don't live 10 minutes. <laughs> well, I was reading. So one of the things that they do, uh, so those churches do something called soul winning. Uh, it's basically like hardcore evangelism where they knock on your door with a King James Bible. And they're like, where do you think you go when you die? And you can be like, I don't fucking know, man. Dirt, I guess. And they're like, well, according to, you know, Matthew or whatever, you know, the wages of sin is death. And, you know, the, uh, you know the only way to enter the kingdom of heaven is through my father, blah, 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 blah. So when I found out it was that close to Fort Worth, this was a few nights ago, I couldn't sleep. And I was like, I'm kind of went down a rabbit hole with these guys. And I was like, 
man, I would love for them to knock on Thomas's door, like when you've just recently stubbed your toe or so, some minor inconvenience that has acted as a floodgate for like all of your, you know, intensity or whatever. And just like, like you went to go lay down some sod and you like, you, you, you hit your pinky toe on like a rock or something. And they're like, hey, you know, uh, the only way to get to heaven is through salvation. And you're like, yeah. Um, like, I just had this idea in my head. Like, if we couldn't go to them, you know, due to both of us kind of having obligations, like, they're going to eventually, because they go all throughout Fort Worth through neighborhoods. I've had people, I, I had a guy, like, very, very intently pers- pursue me at my doorstep. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't think it was that church. He was a nice enough guy at first. And then he he got his line of questioning got really bizarre, okay. Because he like so, I was not having a good day when he answered, and I was hoping it was somebody else. I thought, I thought my dad was gonna be at the door, and I it's just some random fucking guy. Right, right, right. Anyway, uh, I'm like, oh, uh, what what you got? And he's yeah. Like, uh, he's like. Uh, Sir, do you uh, do you have a church here? Or he, he, it was it was something like uh, you, you knew around here, and I'm like, yep, pretty new. Okay, what's up? And he's like, um, you found a church yet? And I was like, I don't really, I don't go to church, but uh, appreciate it. Thanks. That's the end. Like, of the like end. that's <clears throat> yeah, that's it's, nope. it's over. Yeah, yeah. And I'm he's getting, like, yeah. well, how's your relationship with Jesus? And I'm like, it's pretty much non-existent. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just not really, not really interested. Thank you, though. Like yeah. moving to close the door the whole time, and he's like, "Well, uh, how long has it been since you, you know, been to church?" I was like, uh, "My my grandmother's funeral, I think. So maybe like two years." He's like, "Well, how about before then?" I was like, "My grandfather's funeral, a couple months before that." Right. And then probably a funeral before that as well. <laughs> I haven't and, worshipped Christ as a believer yeah, in ten and, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's he's like, "Well, well, how do you feel about your life?" And I was like, "It's fine, you know, it's it's all right." And he's like, "Are you living in Are you living in sin? Do you feel like you're making the right choices? Do you feel like you're a good person?" I was like, "I think I'm doing all right. I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'm hurting anybody, you know." And he's like. So you don't feel that you're living in sin? I was like, genuinely, no. no I, I, I honestly am like doing all right. I have and a podcast. Like, I jack off. He you was know? like, do you do you live here with family? I was like, my dad's here sometimes. He was like, is he living in sin? I was like, I don't, I don't watch him, as far as I know. And he was like, well, how do you know? Do you? I was like, do you want me to go? Do you want me to, you want me see to watch he's... him at night? Yeah. I like I got I got into into his head. I was like, "You want me to go in his room? Yeah. You want me to look through his stuff? You want me to watch him throughout his day?" And he was like, "I'm just I'm just asking." I'm like, well, "I don't know. I don't. Uh, I think he's I think he's doing all right. You know." Yeah. And he was like, "Well, you sh- you should come to church." I'm like, "I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm just not going to go." <laughs> Yeah. I just there's just no part of there's me that no fucking I don't feel like a spiritual longing even I just yeah I'm I'm just a grown ass man who doesn't yeah. want to go to church yeah He's like well you know do you do drugs do you drink and I was like no he's like well well you have temptations and I was like nope 
<laughs> I'm even. I kind of don't even watch porn anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I go to work. Yeah. He's like, he was like, "So what do you do every day?" I was like, "I go to work, I go home, I take a shower, I eat, and I go to sleep." You're like, I kind of <laughs> live the God- brick wall, dude. And he's like, oh, "Well, well, you, you ought to pay his visit sometimes." I was like, "Ah, oh, for sure, I'll do that." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna leave the." Leave this with you. Leave you this brochure. I was like, thank you so much. Have it's very funny to be like, I live the closest thing you could live to like a Puritan godly lifestyle, but I don't give a fuck about God. You're like, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I work in the yard all day. I fucking come home. I eat like meat and potatoes and then I go to fuck to sleep and I do it all over again. And the guy's like, do you believe in God? And you're like, no, that's just how I live. <laughs> just it's like, it's just, just the easiest way to live my life right now. So. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are sick, dude. Like the, like Jehovah's Witnesses are one thing, but like, I was like, I kind of, I couldn't sleep, so I went down a rabbit hole in these like IFB guys or whatever, and I was like, uh, man, like, there's one so close. I just, I would love to have the GoPro, and dude, be doing an episode while I they feel like them. what would be good is, is getting a part time job there. Yeah, and doing like. Like a hidden whoopee cushion situation, like like a like a like a hidden speaker somewhere. Okay. And you just start like, just start playing like maybe like fart noises. Okay. And then maybe it just moves to gay porn at some point. It have to be <laughs> hidden well, like under the stage. Like a Bluetooth speaker, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just put it in a pew or something. I was watching, so like I I was kind of I was curious, like intellectually curious, so I watched like five minutes of a sermon from them from the church that's by you and yeah it was like uh they're old time religion so the whole point it's kind of like restorationists like church of christers which i'm sure you're familiar with uh, they're kind of like you know they first century second century ad they're trying to recreate that like their biblical literal they believe that the world is like six thousand years old and they believe that like you know um like dinosaurs aren't real and shit, and yeah. uh, so I'm, I've we were kind of like that growing up. It was just less of a, an aggressive sermon, but like I was taught that the world was six thousand years old. Yeah, same, same. Well, it was like it was never expressed explicitly like that. I will say that, but it was like evolution was something that was mocked openly. Yeah. As like a, you know. Like the silliest thing in the world. Yeah, like like I remember in Sunday school it was like, you know, you're going to, when they go to school they're going to teach you you came from a monkey. Well, we still got monkeys. <laughs> the kind of like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I owned or whatever and I remember being like, uh, you know, I, I guess. Like I mean, that makes sense or whatever. Next thing, okay, okay, so here's here's the next, I guess, three goals to meet for the Patreon. At three grand, me and Thomas get a honeymoon suite with a heart-shaped bed, and we lay on it together, and we do a video episode. That's 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 three grand. Five thousand is the UFC, the cage match between me and Thomas. Right. Uh, Which, at this the, rate, we will both be 300 pounds for. At 300 so pounds, all of our joints gone. Uh, I haven't been to the gym in two months. Um, and then, but 10 grand should be go to uh old school church we have to make a scene dude 10 grand oh 
ten grand, we both quit our jobs. I'll go to jail. That's not like a big deal for me. I, I'm not willing to go to jail now. Just it's just not enough money. You know, it would be too. Give me five exactly five months. I'm willing to. <laughs> I don't care where the show's at. Give me five months, even if we're still making three grand a month. Just give me fucking. You know, once I'm off papers, then I'm not in violation. It's a brand yeah. new deal. Dude, you the first time being you off it, probation for t- two weeks of my adult life would be so sick. The first time you drink is in the parking lot in front of that church. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go in there. I'm just going to start kicking people in the head, man. <laughs> like, I'm just going to start laying people out, you know, suplexing them, giving them kisses. It so is impressively cold in this back room. Your, 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 your peck, your titty muscles flexing on me a little bit. No, it's sh- I'm shivering. Come on, man. You got to man up. You got to suck oh, up. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need a blankie. Yeah, I'm a wheezy little baby. I think what we need is to really reevaluate the way we're judging these churches, Jake, because they okay. do a lot of good in their communities, you know? Okay. They do community outreach. They do. Right. I'm sure that church is sending missionaries all over the world to do great things. Right. Actually, over- dude, that's from how you're describing, IFB would do great in Brazil. They would. Uh, the Brazilians love American like racism and homophobia. They go crazy for they it. They have like their own system. It's incredible. <laughs> it's called it's called Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. No, belted. I mean like the okay. the way they have racism. It's like it's not like a one drop thing. It's no, like, uh, it's there's that meme of like a uh, Dutch German Homer looking in the mirror and he sees like Brazilian Homer. Like <laughs> or whatever like that like that yeah. one or no it's reverse it's brazilian fat beer belly homer looking in the mirror and he sees like dutch jacked like aryan youth homer yeah dude every fucking bjj gym i've been to that's like owned by a brazilian they're like the most like racist like homophobic like misogynistic people on planet earth like and then it just sort of comes out in spurts where it's like ah, oh, you know yeah you come to the states uh you know they um just so many fucking like like gay people and, and black people here and you're like yeah i mean you know it is you're in the south so like that explains the the black person thing you know they kind of were stolen and sold here for like 300 years uh the gay guy thing though you know that's you have that back there as well you know it's just yeah y'all got i'm assuming you got quite a bit of them pretty universal thing you know? yeah you got you know your guys that dress like women or whatever the fuck so but it was I, th- I think more than anything it's like uh i mean you get this in like uh, people like families from like they grew up super catholic like uh like first second gen mexican families like i would go over to like um I've, we've talked about this on the show plenty of times like i would go over to my friend's houses as a teenager or like a kid or whatever and the dad or the uncle would be like you know they ain't coming across this border and I'm like, um, you, uh, your daughter and your son, who I'm friends with, they came over here on like a truck, <laughs> like a, like a meat truck. How did you get here? And you know, I would never ask that, but you'd later find out he came over on like a clothing truck or some sort of shipping yeah, container, some there. other type of truck. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get here? Oh, I did. The I, I came here the right way on a cantaloupe truck. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was I was scorched under about a thousand pounds of honeydew, man. You know, <laughs> I came over here the legal way. I came here in a beer barrel. I <laughs> Off to Niagara Falls down the river. That's one of my favorite like cultural things that I don't know. Like, it's exclusive. I don't know if it's exclusive to Texas, but like meeting uh, like Hispanic good old boy dads and it's just like people I've worked with. You know, guys who start making, yeah, we've, again, very common theme on the early, early eras of the show. You're working with a guy who's, like, Hispanic, and he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, we got to close them borders up. And you're like, uh, okay. And they're like, yep, they're dogs. They're animals. They're sick animals. They come over here and spread disease. And I'm like, all right, swag. Uh, you know, how did, uh, you know, what, what, were, what were you doing, like, at age two? And he was like, you know. I was in Laredo, you know, I was in the back of a, it's just like, uh, it was a bunch of like gym weights and hand, like hot dogs, <laughs> just kind of like in a tented truck or whatever. I'm like, okay, so like what happened between now and like the 30 years it's passed? Like, well, it's different back then. And I'm like, I, how? It, we used to be good about it. We would be, we'd plant flowers along the way. <laughs> now they leave trash, Dorito yeah. bags everywhere. They're coming over here to sell drugs. Now, mind you, I do do a lot of coke, like a lot, you know, and I sell it a little bit too, but, you know, they're coming over here to just take, cause trouble. To take all the white women that I want. <laughs> 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 they're coming over here to steal all the white women that I'm, you know, that me personally. Kind of here to steal, you know. <laughs> the girls that listen to fucking Florida Georgia Line and, you know. Crank out six. Supposed to be my market. Ow. My girlfriend just crushed my toe with a diner chair. That was really. Do you have anything to say for yourself? She says she doesn't. She says she doesn't care about my toes. That's really rude. What? Uh, We're going to do a crowd fund soon to get Jake out of his abusive. We're doing a crowd fund to get me out of my abusive relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear that? You told me to shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's typical. Well, oh yeah, behavior. typical abusive relationship behavior. <laughs> uh, you know, she's taken all the paintings off the walls. She's she's taken all my books. You know, she found out I started making real money with the podcast. Eighteen hundred yeah, a month. Yeah, make a lot of money. <laughs> she found out I was. And she was like, I want out of this. I want out girls of this hate now. millionaires. Girls, girls hate millionaires for sure. Women don't like. They want su- broke bad boys. They, they don't want, want successful millionaires. Yeah, when anymore. I was a broke bad boy, Ashley loved and paying for everything. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, "Oh, your Patron shots." Yeah. Uh, Ashley loved. Ashley loved paying for all my meals because I was a big fat boy, and you know it all comes around. You know, I buy her, uh, you know, some soup from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> buy her some soup uh you know some some starbucks every now and then um give the dog a a a lamb lamb bone lamb chop lamb chop whatever the fuck it's called lamb bone yeah ain't nothing but a lamb (laughs) (laughs) that's so fucking stupid sucking on my dick uh uh this show has been brought to you by we got a new sponsor uh it's called uh the sponsor is uh, uh, human trafficking. Uh, if you want a kid 
at your house, Thomas will send you one. Uh, you got to use That's code right. Thomas Pendejo Time at humantrafficking.gov. If you want a cat, I'll steal one from the neighborhood and yeah. I'll send it to you for a hundred dollars. <laughs> It'll be in an envelope. I hope it lives. Um. Uh, so make sure to hit up Thomas if you want any kids or women for sale. Um, also, the cool thing about this show is if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, some sort of ham radio. Uh, I know we've got listeners in the in Eastern Europe area. Um, if you're listening to this on like a weird like tin can type setup, we've got premium episodes too uh, for five bucks a month. If all of you. If all, let's see, our, our free audience is somewhere around the four or 5,000 area. Uh, if all of you were it's to... more than that now. But. Yeah, for sure. It's more than that now because we're huge dick players. Yeah, we make so much. We're so rich. We're so, if all of y'all were to subscribe, uh, me and Thomas could quit our jobs. I know that has nothing to do with your shitty life. Uh, but if all of y'all were to toss us like five to ten bucks a month each... Also, I already quit my job. I just... Uh, he doesn't have a backup plan. Don't really something have he, a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of don't have a job. He just kind of quit. Uh, yeah, I just sort of gave up. If you want to help a young, nubile boy through school. Yeah, subscribe to... A, basically, we split this shit 50-50. He doesn't get a bigger cut. Um, uh, but I spend most of my money on nicotine and, and quesadilla dip and cheese. I, I spend most of mine on a car payment and car insurance and yeah. gas. Yeah, uh, I you know because I'm a working man like that, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I work. For I work home. for my money. I mostly like scratch my butt cheeks all day. Anyway, yeah. go on over to Patreon.com/slash/PendejoTime. Toss us a little five dollar cheeser, uh, because when you do that, that gets us one step closer to being, um, you know, the next podcast millionaire, the next Chapo, the next Tim Dillon, the next, uh, you know. Come town, the next uh, caller daddy, but we're closer to caller daddy than those. We're kind of like the guy caller daddy, you know. We're like we're like call him mommy. Yeah, call him. <laughs> we should change the name of the show to that. Call him mommy. Call That's him just, mommy. It really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it does. It's way better than Padejo time and all the advertising and money we've spent into that brand, which literally I know I said that has been four hundred dollars, maybe like at most. Caller Mommy is the new name of the show. Um, we give sex advice to young, lonely incel men, and we tell them how to... No, it's for women, I thought. No, Caller Daddy is for women. Caller Mommy is for <laughs> this men. Will, this will also be... This will be for high school women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for like high school and college <laughs> age, like bulimic women. We're doing live shows for 15-year-old girls. We're yeah, like, and we're like, you were like, you ever work a construction job and you and you, you jacked off on the porta potty? You ever a weird guy who had a mole? He <laughs> kept showing it to you. Do you ever know. work for a guy who was a sexual predator, but he was kind of cool, so you didn't really say anything about it? <laughs> but he was, you know, he was still your boss, but so you couldn't, but he also may have been a huge... Anyway... Go on, go on, give us some like five or ten bucks. Uh, maybe even subscribe to the fifty dollar a month tier if you got it like that. I know like maybe one D list. You probably don't. Um, one D list actor listens to this. Um, I think, um, and then uh, that's about it. So if you've got money like that, you got Hollywood money. Toss us fifty dollars a month. If you don't, don't actually. You know what? Fifty dollars or nothing. I let. I'll come out on the record. Fifty bucks. Or no dice. $1,000 a month we don't or you kill it. one of us. Do uh, one of those things tonight. Yeah. I'm super easy to kill lately. I, I'm, 
I'm, I'm yeah. not doing good. I'm, Please don't kill us. All right, uh, y'all have a good one, I guess. Adios, bitch.